This is the Kitzer of the Sicha on, Z- on Tetzave Zayin Adar and Chelek Tezayin on page 342. The Rabbi begins with this, that Zayin Adar usually falls out in the Parsha of Tetzave. And there's a remez that it says in Sfarim that Parsha's Tetzave from the time of the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu is the only Parsha where Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. And the Mogan Avram says that Zayin Adar is in Adarishin, which is the time connected to Parsha's Tetzave. The question though is, the Gemara also says that Zayin Adar is the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born as well. Why is there nothing hinted in the parasha regarding the birth of Moshe? But the truth is that even though Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned, but Va'ata Tetzave, or, or as the parasha is called in the Minig, Tetzave, refers of course to Moshe Rabbeinu, that he is the one that's commanding. And it continues from what it said earlier in Parshas Truma, Vayedabra Hashem El Moshe Lamer. So Va'ata does refer to Moshe Rabbeinu. Question though is, how do we understand these two hints here? On one hand, Moshe, Rabbeinu na- Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. On the other hand, Viata is referring to Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rebbe begins first with explaining that we see in Shulchan Aruch that Zainadar is considered to be a day uh, that's a fast day. The question is, we find in the Gemara that Zainadar is both a sad day, Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, but it's also considered to be a happy day, a Yom Simcha. Like the Gemara brings regarding someone that makes a, a nether, that I will be like Moshe B'Shiva B'Adar. What does that language mean? Does he mean like the day Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, and then people accepted upon themselves to be a Nazar because of the tragedy? So he's saying that he's going to be a Nazar. Or does he mean like the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born? And that means the Indian of Simcha. So the Gemara has this suffix regarding Zion Adar, regarding the language a person uses. If so... Why is it that Zion Adar is not a day that is that there's any celebration of Simcha in it? Even more so, the Gemara says that by, regarding the Ness of Purim, that in the beginning, when the, when the poor fell out in Chaydish Adar, Haman was happy because it fell out by Moshe, the month that Moshe passed away. But he didn't know that And Rashi says, meaning that the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu on this day outweighs the fact that he passed away on this day. Yet, it's a day established as a tainus and not a day where there's any union of simcha in it. So the Rebbe explains this by prefacing the Gemara that says, When the month of comes in, you minimize simcha, and when other comes in, you add in simcha. Question is, what's with adarishin? Does this apply to Adarishin as well? Rashi says in this Gemara, Yemei Nisim Hoyel Yisrael, Purim U Pesach. The miraculous days for Yidin, and Rashi mentions not only Purim, but Pesach as well. Why does Rashi bring up Pesach here? So some want to say that Rashi is bringing up Pesach to say that the Marban Besimcha applies to Chodesh Nisim as well. But if so, the question is, then why not apply Marban Besimcha to Chodesh Kislev when you have Hanukkah? Some want to say that Rashi is telling you that over here you have these two Geulahs that come one right after the other, Purim and Pesach. But it's difficult to understand what's really the connection between those Geulahs. There were different type periods of history. There's really no connection between them. So the point is, what Rashi here is really coming to explain is that what's unique about the month of Adar is, as we see in the Megillah, the entire month was transformed from when the month begins, there's an Indian to be Marba B'Simcha. Why does it start from the beginning of the month? Why not from the day when the miracle occurred on Yudal Radar? So what Rashi is telling you is, Yemei Nisim Hoyolem Yisrael Purim Pesach. 
And, and the explanation here is as follows. The Gemara compares the Simcha that we add in order to Nissen, not Nissen, sorry, of when we minimize Simcha. And there, the reason why of is unique, that you minimize Simcha in that month, is because it's a month where the tragedies that happened was once, twice, and again and again. As it says by the Chete Egel, that Ebesher said, that Hashem says it will be established as a tragic time for future generations. And also, it's considered to be a Yom Chayiv. It's, it's a negative time period for Klal Yisrael. If so, it must be that regarding the month of Adar, in a similar vein, in the positive, it's also a, a time which is a Yom Zakai. It's a meritorious and good time for Klal Yisrael. And this double Nisim that happened in this time. Where do we see this? So over here, when we look into the story, as mentioned before, Haman threw a lottery to see when he could fulfill his wish against Klal Yisrael, and it fell out in the month of Adar. And he attributed this to saying, oh, it's a tragic month to Klal Yisrael. And he didn't realize that this is a month which is good for Klal Yisrael because Moshe Rabbeinu was born in this month. So we see that right when this, in the beginning of the Gzeda, that it's about the entire month that Haman put, made a lottery regarding his plan against Yidin. And the reason why it was transformed is because Zion Adar in this month, which makes the entire month uh, a good, ne- positive, meritorious time for Yidin. And therefore, what we understand from this is that this day, Zion Adar in this month, is actually the cause of double Nisim. Because Zion Adar is, of course, the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu that brought about the redemption of Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu led the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. And Zion Adar in the story of Purim is also the cause why the, the plan of Haman fell through. Because really this is a good time for Yidin that Moshe Rabbeinu was born in this month. So therefore, this is the double miracles that happened through Zion Adar in this month. And it's a Yom Zakai. It's a meritorious, it's a good positive time for Klal Yisrael. And this is the entire month that was transformed, that, that uh, Geirl that Haman made was transformed when it fell out in this month. So from this we understand that the Simcha of Zayin Adar actually begins in Adarishan. Because the Magna Avram tells us that, uh, that Adarishan is the time when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away. And that was also the time when he was born. And therefore the, the source of the Simcha of Chaydish Adar is not only from Purim itself, but it's actually from Zayin Adar, which is the source of the doubleness in Mitzrayim and Purim, which is in Adarishan. So therefore the Mishanichnas Adar begins in Adarishin, even though, of course, the Simcha intensifies even more in the second Adar. The question, however, remains, what's with the Tainus of Zion Adar? Why is it only a day of Tainus? Especially now that we see that this is a day that's actually a source for the Simcha, for the double Simcha of Purim and Pesach. So the first point here is that the Tainus of Zion Adar is not a tainus that we fast and we daven because it's a tragic time in order to ask Hashem that the tragedy shouldn't repeat itself again in this time. Which is sometimes what the point of a fast is about. That because it's, it's a negative time period, so you have to daven and, and, and make sure that it doesn't happen again. Here, however, regarding Zion Adar, because it's also a happy day, the point of the fasting on this day is as a day of tshuva. Because it's a day that something negative once happened before, so it's an opportune time for reflection and for tshuva. And the fact that it's also a Yom Simcha, because Moshe Rabbeinu was born on this day, does not take away from the tshuva. It only intensifies that the tshuva can be done properly, and even with simcha to go along with the tshuva. 
Now, the reason why there is nothing specific that we do to express the simcha of the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu on this day is, is because the birth of Moshe Rabbeinu is bringing a revelation from such a high place that in our reality here below, it can't be felt and experienced by expressing the simcha. Similar to what you find regarding Shabbos, that because it's holier than Yantif, so therefore the Simcha that's expressed in the, on the day of a Yantif, which has a lesser Kedusha that we're able to relate to and experience, on a Shabbos though, we don't express that level of Simcha because it's beyond our experience here in this world. And, there, and, and we also understand even more than this regarding the day of a, of a Tzaddik when he's born. And on that very same day, the Tzaddik passes away as it is over here by Moshe Rabbeinu, that the reason for this is because the tzaddik's birth in the world is revealing and bringing his Aveda into the world. But that is only in potential when he's born. The shleimus, the completion and the tachlis of all of it happens on the day when he passes away. So the tzaddik passing away is not ending his Aveda in the world. On the contrary, it's bringing his whole birth and his galos to its completion and the day that he passes away. And therefore, it's the same day that he was born. So therefore, the point here is that Zion Adar, being the day that Moshe Rabbeinu was born, so that birth of Moshe Rabbeinu, his effect and his influence in the world is only in potential. On the other hand, as far as when Moshe Rabbeinu passes away, and therefore he comes to the peak and the completion of his Aveda in this world. But nevertheless, the way that Ashpa from the Tzaddik and from Moshe Rabbeinu on the day that he passes away reaches all the Yidin and all of his students in this world is from a very far and distant high source. Because on the day that a tzaddik passes away, the Neshama returns to his source above and there's a tremendous influence on his Talmidim below that comes from Ruach Rabam Ha'atzmias, the words of the Alter Rebbe and Tanya, comes from the essence of the, of the Rebbe, which is on a very, very high and distant level. And therefore the Alter Rebbe says that the influence that comes to the students is not sensed that direct connection from where it's coming from. It comes from a place of reinumus, from a place that you can't sense and feel in the world here below. So therefore, this is not something that we could celebrate with the Simcha. Even though there's a tremendous effect from the day that he passes away, that it brought the shleimus of his birth in the world, but nevertheless, it's not something that we could relate to in our reality. And therefore, coming back to the Parsha, the name of the Parsha is Vata Tetzaveh. Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned here. The name referring to the revelation of Moshe Rabbeinu is not in the Parsha because it's the day he passed away. On the other hand, though, the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is beyond the name and beyond revelation, is right there in the Parsha, Va'ato Tetzaveh. Va'ato is the essence of Moshe, and Tetzaveh means Tzavseh to connect to the very essence of Moshe. And that's what really the day of Zainada is about. That then, on this day, it's the Shleimus of Moshe Rabbeinu's revelation in the world, but it comes from a level which is higher than a name and higher from any revelation. It's the Va'atot Tetzaveh, which is the very essence of Moshe Rabbeinu, which brings the influence into this world.